0: Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. Harder? (laughs) Okay. You got it.
1: All right. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, now we would just like to hear if anyone wants to share what's, what they've discovered. And I just want to remind you about um, this is being recorded, so you don't have to say your name and... Uh, yeah.
0: How much stuff you have.
1: <laughs> 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 okay, would anybody like to share?
0: Any reflection?
1: Hi, thanks. Hi. Um, I was just speaking with Bridget, and um, as we were talking about the stuff that we have, and um, she mentioned that she had a recipes that she's cut out and collected. And um, I hope you don't mind me sharing this. <laughs> but um, one of the things that she just said that really resonated and, and that I had never really considered is she felt like if she let go of the recipes, then it's also letting go of the guilt or the shoulds or the... the. Um, I guess the way it resonated with me is if I see a list of things that I really like and I see it, there, it's like, oh, I haven't done it yet. Oh, I have mm-hmm. to make time for that. Oh, when am I going to get to it? And so by letting it go and having that space... All that also goes away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you
2: Bridget.
0: <laughs> Here's somebody over here.
1: Let's see. She oh. there's a woman oh. right over here.
2: I have a, a a a problem where i I grew up in a you know a relatively poor environment, but I married well, and it gives my husband great joy to give me things mm. and it makes me feel uncomfortable and I don't want to have all these things, mm. but I don't want to hurt his feelings. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of in a catch-22. Yeah. I don't know what to do with that. Mm. Is,
1: uh, do you talk with him about it?
2: I feel like I will hurt his feelings if 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 I ask him to... <laughs> it's gone on for so long that um, I know it would hurt him deeply if I tried to give away or ask him how to s- solve this. Maybe that would be a good practice to talk to him.
1: Yeah, being open with no blame, like just um, you're so grateful for all the love he gives you and um maybe given the space of your house or the state of things, maybe maybe you could focus on there's other ways <coughs> that he's really loving that you just really that I would really explore.
2: And but then again, how do I minimize and give away?
1: Uh-huh.
2: How do I give away those uh-huh. things and clutter my life? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Um, that, that I think you do have to work out with him. I mean, <laughs> be really kind about it but, it. but it might surprise you that he would you know, be okay with passing some of the things on to people that would really appreciate them. That might be a key, rather than throwing them in the landfill or something, that you're really going to find people <coughs> that would really get a lot of joy from them.
0: Yeah. I think also um, you know, you might say you, you went to a day on letting go, uh, <laughs> but, but really saying, I, I'm, I'm looking at I'm just looking at the bigger uh, picture on this planet, and I'm and I want to practice something, I want to just practice this. And just like you said right now, how much you, you care about him. And so to to say, you know, I am so grateful for all, all the things that I've received and I'm seeing about practicing the joy of, of giving as well. And when he wants to give you something, um, just like when, you know, you've probably gone to weddings when somebody say, in lieu of gifts, give to this, this cause, you know, and you say, that would really bring me such, such joy if you want to give me something that, it, that somebody could benefit because of your love for me, what an incredible gift, and I, I, we could celebrate it together, you know, like that.
1: Okay. Good.
0: Good question. Anybody else? Maybe one, yeah, one last.
1: Hi. I guess I'm stating the obvious. It is so hard to give things away and get rid of them. I'm just thinking of earrings I've collected for like 20, 30 years. They're all over my dresser, and it's just clutter and I in the morning before work I'm like which which one should I wear and it just wastes my time you know it's just a waste of time thinking about that and still I'm thinking I'm going to go home and get rid of them and I know I'm not
2: <laughs> I know I'm not going to do it
1: I'll look at them and I, maybe one pair I don't know but why is it so hard I'll, I'll forget about them when I if I do it yeah, sometimes it, ha- it helps to have somebody, a buddy, um, that you you enroll and you say, I really need your help there. Um, and I really, I, I know that my life will be better when I have a little more space. Will you help me with this? Are there people that you can hire to do that too? You know, so whatever works for you. But just, for first you need to get real clear on your intention, you know, because um, if, if your intention really is to let go of a lot and have an orderly space, and that's more important than holding on to the earrings, and only you can decide that. Um, then then you have to maybe enroll someone else to support you in fulfilling that. Thank you.
0: And uh, I, I want to add also, uh, the, the Buddha uh, talks about in one teaching as far as uh, giving away and, and letting go, Um he talks about different levels of basically starting where you are. That some of us it's like uh, what's called uh, uh, mediocre or beggarly giving, mm-hmm. and f- some friendly giving, and some um, royal giving. And he he doesn't say you know beat yourself up for being a, a, a mediocre giver. <laughs> he says where even if it's one one pair of earrings. So, you give that away and notice how good it feels. So, you're going actually for the good feeling rather than being, you know, a good person. Oh, I'm doing what I should do, but you're doing it as a gift to yourself and checking out what it feels like. Uh, You might also just take away some of those earrings and put them away and see, what it's like for your, for your bureau to be so uncluttered and, and notice that good feeling, just as little experiments. This is all an experiment in waking up. So, no judgment, you just start where you are, as Pema Chodron says. Yeah. So, what we? Do? Okay,
1: so now we're going to look at another level, um, area of letting go. And that's the area of letting go of our overcrowded lives. Something that I have struggled with. Um, So we know that simplifying can bring us a lot of joy, um, simplifying our our possessions. And sometimes we just have too much in our closets and other times we have too much on our plates. We live in now this 24-7 culture um, and there was a study done 10 years ago in, two th- in the year 2000 about a, hu- a husband and a wife. Um, in The average husband and wife in America, in American household, were working 500 hours a year more than they did in 1980, just 20 years before. And now, that's this study was done in to- the year 2000. So add on to it all of our... Uh, involvement with the internet, email, our phone calls. We can be reached anywhere out in the middle of Yosemite, whatever. The movies, the concerts, the meetings, the lectures, the 60 TV channels. Um, You can spend, if you have the time and money, you can spend a lot of time right here at Spirit Rock. You know, so it's constantly, we just, Constantly are getting bombarded with choices to make about how to spend our time, and um, <clears throat> I've I've struggled with this. It's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I want to do that. Well, that will make me a better person. Well, I'll just add on this extra training. Well, I'll just you know, I'll help that person. Da da da. Which is all great, but. Pretty soon I really start losing my joy and I kind of become a crabby person. (laughs) It's like, ugh, crabby, disoriented, distracted. Uh, it, It just doesn't feel good when I'm that overextended. And I think part of the problem comes from this thing called FOMS, which is fear of missing something, you know? So we we just pack. We have. A, I notice it's just not me. It's my friends. Everybody. We're packing so much into our schedules. It's like we're at this all-you-can-eat buffet of junk food. After a while, that's how it feels. Just, ugh. I mean, the things might be good, but it starts to feel junky because it's too fast, too much, too fast. And um, about and as James points out in this book. Um, we remain hungry because we're so busy packing our lives in that we don't get that much real nourishment. So I found it takes a real intention, a real decision. I can't live like this. I can't I can't be in, you know 28 cities in 38 days or whatever it is. I can't do it. It's not good for me. It's not good for my family, friends, community, planet. It's just not good. And um, and it, it takes that over and over again intention. And a lot of it, that the biggest thing that's helpful to me is just coming back to sitting. You know, that practice of checking in. How do I feel? How does my body feel? What's my heart saying? You know, what's going on for me? Um, a number of years... Um, Ago that I went on this um, river trip. It was great. Our son was um, uh, five years old, and he, and James and he spent the week together and had a great time. And I went on this um, on the Green River and near Moab, Utah, and it was a canoe trip. And we um, were with a group called the organization that supported Peace Pilgrim. I don't know. Have any of you ever read her writings or had any? Yeah. She was really an amazing woman. I never met her. But she was this woman that crisscrossed the United States, I think, 28 years, was it? She was originally, first she was the first woman to hike the Appalachian Trail, which all up in the East Coast alone. And she's this very hardy woman, and uh, she decided to go across the United States with just the message of peace. And she had this tunic that said, Peace Pilgrim. And She had a toothbrush and a couple other things, and that was it. And she went out on the highway, and she just waited till people picked her up. And um, when they picked her up, she had a chance to talk to them, and people got inspired. Sometimes she... They organized meetings where she could talk about her philosophy, which was, we have too much stuff, we're doing too much, let's settle down, be peaceful and neighborly with each other. So there's um, a part that James has in in his book that I'd like to read to you that are her words. If your life is in harmony with your part in the life pattern And if you are obedient to the laws which govern this universe, then your life is full and good, but not overcrowded. If it is overcrowded, you are doing more than is right for you to do, more than is your job to do in the total scheme of things. So it takes really being honest and clear with ourselves to figure out which of our habits serve us, which don't, which of our which commitments to make. And only we can ultimately decide that. It's it's again, it's just that going inside and really paying attention and listening. What's gonna serve at this point? So again I'm gonna ask you to get comfortable and close your eyes. What, if anything, is making your life complicated or out of balance these days? What would you need to simplify or let go of to bring your life into more balance. Okay, so now uh, again, if you would share with, your, with someone next to you uh, any reflections you have about this. And again, we'll have about five minutes. I'll just tell you in the middle um, when, you, when we're about halfway through.